All right, what up, everybody, and welcome back to the Smooth Swings Podcast, episode number 16. And today, I am super excited to have on a personal friend of mine, Mrs. Sheila Mahler. Sheila's in the self-improvement and sports performance field. Over this episode, she's going to cover a little bit about herself and her background. She's going to go over DNS, which is dynamic neuromuscular stabilization. She's going to cover some power training tips we all can use no matter what age. And then she talks about her true passion and her new journey, which is entitled Beautiful Things. I'm pretty sure you all will enjoy this episode. She brings a lot of information, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. So I hope you all enjoy this episode. So let's dive on in. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome in my next guest, Mrs. Sheila Muller. How are we doing today, Sheila? Hey, Doug, doing great. How are you doing? Oh, just super. Just hanging out in the Lincoln County Garage Studios. <laughs> you know, my little podcasting happy place, which can be a little bit of a struggle sometimes with the noise and everything. But uh, at least we got some nice weather today. You know, the, uh, It the, is so nice out. The winds were enough to blow over a small child, but I mean, other than that, it was pretty nice. So, Sheila, I think you're an amazing woman. I'm like super excited to have you on here. So, I know tons about you, but no one else does. Could you give uh, everybody just a little bit of your background and what you've accomplished? Sure. I guess in exercise, my first job in personal training was, I, I think it was like in 1992. And it was when I was going to Missouri State. I worked at Ozark Fitness Centers while I was getting a business degree at Missouri State and never really thought about it being you know, a career, just more of a job. I just got a job at the gym and I was selling memberships and I hated it. And so they <laughs> promoted me to trainer with absolutely no experience or, you know, other than I worked out and I was young. <laughs> so, so that was my first job. I, I really actually enjoyed it and really enjoyed uh, just getting to show people around and get people excited about exercise. So that, that um, I started that in 92. And then when I graduated from school, I I started working in physician recruitment. So I got my degree and I started working in a real job and I got fat. So I guess it was in 2000, I guess it was in 2000, I joined a gym with a friend and, and a trainer there told us that they were looking for morbidly obese women to take part in this program they were starting. <laughs> it's like I can still hear this girl's voice like echoing my head. I couldn't believe that she was talking to me that way. <laughs> so, um, wow. so we did it. Yeah, I know. It's crazy because I was an athlete. You know, I worked in a gym. I always considered myself to be very fit. And like I said, I, I was in sales and I just I just got out of shape. Well, I had a medical condition that kind of helped me get out of shape. But um, but yeah, so when I went to get it back together, I was pretty humiliated by the whole gym experience. But I but I did it anyway. I think it helped me, honestly. I think it, it pissed me off enough that it helped me. Um, so I did lose. I lost about 90 pounds at that time. Two little kids and I was teaching aerobics. I got a job working for Boeing at the Boeing Leadership Center as a trainer there. I just had a totally different place that I was coming from, just having been through that experience myself of, you know, getting out of shape and being humiliated and, and getting back into shape. And um, so anyway, I got kind of passionate about it. That's when I met you guys. That's when I started working at Full Contact. Well, then, no, I had two more kids. Then I met you guys and started yeah, and working just at Full a Contact. short little span, just popped out a couple more kids. I did. I had five. I had four kids in five years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. Now, now uh, you were a competitive gymnast. This that long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I was. Okay. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I, I yeah. remember uh, reading over the things that you uh, had sent to me, and that kind of looked like it was kind of where you got started. Was like, what type of competitive gymnast were you? 
I was just, I was a gymnast. This was just um, before high school. So up until high school, actually okay. when I was in gymnastics, so that's, you know, I was born in 1972. So when I was in gymnastics, they did not encourage bigger girls to stick with the sport where now I've, you know, I've seen, I've had a lot of clients who are gymnasts and I've seen that they really do, you know, continue to encourage the, so I was five, nine, by the time I was in eighth grade, I was five, nine. And so I was discouraged from continuing. There just weren't very many tall girls doing gymnastics at that time. So I quit in high school and started playing soccer. But yeah, I had been up until, yeah, I think a lot of girls, you know, that could have something to do with, uh, with me gaining so much weight so fast. I think a lot of girls in gymnastics, especially the bigger girls, they do get some kind of messed up body image ideas just from having so yeah. much attention placed on, on your size, you know, and just your weight and whether or not you can fly, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I didn't know you even had lost. I didn't even know you were that morbidly, morbidly abused or however you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you were morbidly abused. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's pretty amazing. That, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, what, once you I basically went through I, all that, you know, that's, 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 that's awesome. Yeah. It, it's good. I mean, now this is so many years later, but now I can look back and see the blessing and all of it. But, but when Bill and I got married, I was about 230 pounds. So that's before having kids. So then uh, I guess the whole kids situation kind of boosted it up there. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, for me, when I, when I found out I was, when I started having kids, I just didn't want to be, I wanted to be a mom that could do everything. You know, I didn't want to be limited by my size or, or self-conscious, you know, or whatever. I think having kids for a lot of people, definitely for me, it it definitely has always made me want to be a better person. You know, I want my kids to be proud and, no, and you do an excellent yeah. job at that. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. So as far as uh, what you're doing right now, what is your occupation at the moment? And uh, what does all that entail? So so now I work at Winchester Spine and Sport. Um, but I've been, I, I've had different roles at Winchester. Right now, um, I'm just in the gym. So I do, um, I've, I have done, over the period of time that I've been there, I have done therapeutic exercise. Um, and just general strength training and uh, group exercise. I work with probably maybe half and half athletes and general adult population in strength training. So I certified through the HKC Russian, Russian kettlebell program. So I do a lot of uh, Russian kettlebell stuff um, and just powerlifting, you know, deadlift, squat, bench, a lot of body weight stuff. We don't do, um, in my class anyway, we don't do a ton of Olympic lifting, but we'll do like hand clean, stuff like that. We do also have an Olympic lifting coach at the clinic who does uh, classes way, way more focused on that. But anyway, I, do, I run group exercise classes and then I do one-on-one training, work a lot with injured people and injured athletes and kind of get them back to um, where they're ready to rejoin, you know, maybe team training. And then I also, again, I keep people in my funnel as well. So a lot of people come to train with me from other areas, might drive a little bit of a distance so they don't continue to train with me. They might, you know, once they're feeling better or back on their game or have good form, uh, they'll go, you know, back to wherever they were. But we, we do definitely feel that movement is healing, not, not uh, injury producing if you're moving well. So when people learn what movements they're currently doing that are causing them difficulties, um, we can use therapeutic exercise to fix those issues and then um, actually enhance performance through the same, you know, the same functional movement. So, um, you know, you might come in with low back pain and end up, you know, getting a couple inches on your vertical jump. That's that's been my experience uh, since I've been there for the last seven years. So it's, it's really cool. You know, people come in with maybe like a rolled ankle or, you know, whatever, some kind of persistent knee pain. But then when they're finished with training, you know, they, they've not only fixed the, the reason that they got in trouble in the first place, but they've, they've added a little bit to their game. So gotten a little quicker, 
a little bit more on their uh, vertical or broad jump. Yeah. And I have definitely experienced that just working with you in the last couple months. It's just like, it's definitely completely like mind blowing, like game changer. Just, just so cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, just your knowledge has grown a lot since you walked in to the door when we first opened our gym 10 years ago. So it just, I know. Well, it's, it's so amazing funny. to see how far you have come. It just blows my mind. <laughs> it's funny because I mean, even at Boeing, you know, and of course at Boeing, it was all about lowering your cholesterol and, you know, and being healthy in the work environment. But even at Boeing, really, basically we were always talking about weight loss. And, and when I worked for you at full contact, really, we were always talking about weight loss. I mean, that's the only reason that people would hire a trainer would be, you know, I've tried it on my own. I'm not losing any weight. So it was, the conversation was always about weight loss. And I mean, since I have experienced it myself, you know, and, and lost weight myself, I felt pretty good at that. And then when I started working for Brad, he said, you know, I really want to start a gym with you here, but if we do weight loss, it's going to make me want to vomit. <laughs> it's just funny to <laughs> and that's because totally Brett. The whole, that's totally Brett, yeah. And the whole sports performance idea of that was like, I hadn't, it hadn't even occurred to me that that would be something I would ever do. You know, I just never, it never was on my radar. So it's kind of neat. We have, we have developed a, um, a program there where we're basically everyone trains exactly the same way. So I may have a class of athletes, high school and college kids on say Wednesday evening and they have, they have a workout that they do. Well, the next day I'll have five or six groups of, of general population adults, my age, like middle-aged folks, like in their forties and fifties, I'll have groups of senior citizens all the way up to 80 years old. And then I'll have other groups of, the, of like special population people who are injured and they all do the same board. I mean, they really all do the same stuff. Everyone deadlifts. That's, that's really the, the center point uh, of what we do. We do what's called dynamic neuromuscular stabilization, which is um, short, DNS is short for that. And that is a, a really cool exercise science that comes from the Czech Republic. So it's a rapidly growing exercise science used in training. I mean, it's used a lot in, in rehab and the rehab model, but it's also used a lot in training professional athletes and, you know, the whole spectrum of people. So I've, I've used DNS exercise with like autistic kids who, you know, are maybe struggling a bit with coordination, um, use DNS on you. That's the that's the crazy thing that makes your legs shake like insanely while you're just standing still. So it's, it's based on it's developmental kinesiology or it's based on like the way that every single human being comes into the world. Every human being, they roll over at the same stage. They, they support their weight in different parts of their bodies at the same stage. They start to rock back and forth at the same stage. So, so like somebody who's really well-versed in DNS, like, uh, like Brett is, he could look at a baby and tell by the way the baby's moving what how old they are without asking the, the mother. And then if he's wrong, that doesn't mean that he got it wrong. That means there's a delay. So it's kind of a really cool idea. You know, they, they so there's pediatric DNS and they do use that for, you know, for benchmarks to kind of make sure that kids are, all, are developing appropriately. Um, but if a person were to miss a key point in their development, then we could take that person at 70 years old and put them in that position and exercise through that position and they could have rehabilitation at 70. So, so super exciting. So like we were talking about your foot, you know, that waking up the deep core of the foot, we can put a person in a DNS position and, and help them to activate like deep core muscles of a foot, like a flat foot. Um, we can help a person who's like completely glute oblivious, like has no glute activation, put them in a certain position and get them to fire their glutes. So, so, you know, the, the only opposition I've ever heard to DNS is that it's not lasting. Like if I, if I start a reaction in you and it causes your muscle to burn, then, you know, as soon as I'm done, you don't have that, you don't have that muscle. 
But what we find is if I say, for example, puts you in a DNS position that causes you to really feel like hamstring and glute activation, and then you go deadlift, and then you go jump on a box and you own it. So then the next time you go to deadlift, you can find those muscles again. Yeah. And it's the whole DNS and everything that you all are doing there. Just it's really mind blowing because you'll put me in a position and where I think it's something is going to happen all of a sudden, like my left toe is twitching and the one part of my hamstring is moving. Like you can, you can feel it like doing things, you know, even when I was with Brett, you know, he would kind of bend my arm this way and kind of put his finger on my head or whatever he does. And you, (laughs) you can, you can totally feel, you know, exactly like what's, what's going on, what's being activated. So yeah. I'm just super fascinated by all of that and the knowledge that you that you guys have. It's it's just it's just amazing. Yeah, so it's humbling I'm, to me. I'm yeah, I, I feel like I've I snuck in the back door because I'm not a I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physical therapist, you know, but I've had this opportunity to watch some people that are just so amazing. Pavel Kolaj, I've even had a chance, so he's the one who came up with the whole science of DNS. I've had an opportunity to learn from him in seminar learning. So I've really been blessed to to just get to be a part of it. And it is it is really so amazing what it can do for um for for regular folks. So there's so many of my clients, they aren't they don't have a catastrophic injury, but they just feel awkward, you know, or they just have never been able to to get their back flat in a deadlift or um just never been never felt powerful. Well, it's you know, usually because they have had muscles that have really almost their entire lives been dormant. So, so, you know, when, when a person like that has an opportunity to really feel some powerful, like some deep core stabilizing muscles, it's exciting. You know, it's exciting in a 40 year old soccer mom, you know, who's not competing for anything. It's still very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So even all my general people, everybody, we all, we test everything. We test vertical jump, we test broad jump, you know, we sprint a little bit. I mean, some, some of the adults don't really care about their numbers and running and, um, and some of them do, you know, so, it's, but it's still, it's still neat to watch benchmarks. Everyone's deadlift goes up, you know, we test deadlift probably six or eight weeks increments and, and their, you know, deadlifts go up all the time. So even the senior citizens, you know, we test deadlift and we try to um, continually improve on strength. So yeah, it's exciting. It's, it's way more exciting than like sitting in front of a machine and just moving your elbow. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Some nonsensical way. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's the biggest thing that I love about you know, Brett's whole operation there and everything that you guys got going on because people are there for self-improvement. They're not there for a personal trainer, you know, which it's is true. It's just, it's that the word just makes me nauseous anymore. The, the word personal trainer just, it, oh, I know. It's so gone. You know, saying it, that's what I do. No, yeah. no. It, and you can't, you know, you're not, you can't. It's so beyond well, that, but you know, it's, it's always it's nice. Harder, like, it gets harder the older I get, you know, I'm 47 now. So, you know, people want to know like, Oh, what do you do for a living? They wouldn't just look at you and go, wow, you look like you might work in a gym. Because that that's just the way personal training, you know, has, has went anymore. It's just, I, I can't say it's completely worthless, but it is, you know, yeah. I, because you, you, you gotta have a, you got to have a vision. You, you know what I mean? I think yeah. personal training is a 30 minute therapy session just for somebody to pour everything out on you. That's, that it's was true. my, you know, that was my experience over, you know, 15 years. It, it got, I know. it got to be more of, okay, am I supposed to tell you about what you're supposed to do in your life or, and that's, that's why I, I say, you know, as far as what you guys are doing, it's 
everyone's there for a purpose. They're not there for, yeah. you know, counseling. So I think that's, well, that's the biggest thing that I like about it. Yeah, it is true. I think, uh, I think that like when I worked for you, you know, I had a lot of, I had a lot of really cool big weight losses and, you know, we live in this tiny town. I've, I've had people lose over a hundred pounds and I see them now, you know, 10 years later and it's, it's back, you know, I think weight right. loss is such a, it's such a shame, the whole weight loss industry. And it's such a huge industry. And now it's like the surgical weight loss industry. is getting so common and so of course, big. It's and, easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's I know. I, I think I'm in a place right now where, you know, when, when, um, people want to train with me and, um, and they maybe like have this idea that, you know, I'm too old to be a trainer. I don't look like a trainer, whatever it is. I, I just, I just love the opportunity to say like, Hey, you know, you're here to make yourself more amazing. It's like a better person. You are definitely, you definitely have an opportunity to completely change things for the better. If you're into that, that's awesome. But if you're just here to see who's here, you're going to be disappointed. You know? Oh yeah. It's Absolutely. not a good show. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I'm getting ready to, uh, you know, starting to train with Dr. Austin Painter. Yeah. I sent him a couple of videos of my swing, which looks absolutely awful. So, you know, I'm very far off from even competing, but, uh, you know, I've been working with you and I got to tell you, like, I feel like a whole different person. Just, I feel like my body is just finally waking up finally, you know, for, you know, guys out there or girls that, you know, that are into golf or into long drive or what, you know, anything golf related, what would you say, you know, the, the three best things that they should be doing right now to, you know, help them improve their power and, you know. And- well, I have to say, you just said Austin Panther. So he's, he is the guy for golf. Like I, I can tell you like my experience, what Austin's told me, <laughs> you know, is great for my clients who play golf. Golf isn't my my thing necessarily. Like in and of well, itself, I, yeah, I get that. And Austin's phenomenally knowledgeable about golf. But I can just say, generally speaking, I think with a golfer or you know uh, jujitsu guy or or certainly I work with a lot of softball players and um, you know work with a lot of volleyball players and and baseball and um, all different sports. And really, the same things are the case for me. Um, what I what I can help the athlete with the most is understanding number one what the true nature of the core is. So not, uh, I mean, hopefully it's becoming more kind of mainstream knowledge, but the abdominal wall is not it, you know, the, um, so we talk about diaphragmatic bracing and how to understand, breathe and brace through your diaphragm. So that's, that's definitely number one for any athlete at any sport. Then the second would be how to access power from your hips. So like I said, the deadlift is probably the most important exercise, uh, that we do in my classes or one-on-one training. So how to get power from your hips, how to even find your hips. I mean, there is a, like a saying now in the PT world of gluteal amnesia, which is really true. I mean, we sit so much, you know, and so many athletes are quad dominant. It's like, you know, you, you have muscles that you use all the time and they're, you're comfortable with them. And so you just continue to train them. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you probably could admit that you fall into, fall into that, um, oh, that category do. of being, being quad dominant. So, but, but I mean, you know, you're in good company. That's just so common to be quad dominant. So understanding how to um, hinge your hips, how to access power from your hips and hamstrings to understand that your hamstring is not a muscle that pulls your heel to your butt, but a muscle that takes your butt away from your heel. So it's an important muscle for running, but you can't lay on your belly and bring weight to your butt, you know, and expect that to transfer. So um, into sport, you know, so, so I guess the functionality of your training, like machines don't work, you know, you can't sit in a machine and fake a movement that you want to be able to use in, in your golf game. You have to, you have to move the way you'll be moving for sport if you want it to translate into the sport. 
So I guess that hips and hamstrings. And then in golf and like any other, really any other sport, how to move through your T-spine. So like that part of your spine that goes from like your shoulders down to the bottom of your ribcage. So that middle part of your spine. Most of us, because again, we sit so much, we're pretty tied in that area in uh, both flexion, extension, and, and rotation. So um, how to move that part of your spine so that it's not just your shoulders trying to swing the club, you know, that you can rotate through your spine. So I said those, those are probably three things that we would address like in the first session, like me and you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, kind of figure out where the athlete's struggling the most. Like you were already really good with pressure, so we didn't spend a ton of time there, but kind of got right to your hips because that was definitely a, an issue. So yeah. yeah, so we'll do, <clears throat> yeah, we'll do DNS to like, extend the spine, feel the glute and hamstring muscles activate, you know, move through a hip hinge. So we'll do some DNS exercise for that. And then we'll do like a dead, uh, pardon me, like a deadlift um, and then have them kind of explode that deadlift onto a box jump or maybe sprint, just depending on what their sport is. And then, yeah, and then work, um, you know, some other girdle joint movements, like, like, you know, just basic things like pulling and pushing. So every workout for us, there's an upper body push and pull, hip hinge and the loaded carry. So if we're, we feel like if we're moving those four, we're doing those four things, we're going to cover it all eventually. So um, basically what you're saying is the ab machine at the gym is not working. The ab machine that you bought. Come on. <laughs> what about the torso <laughs> machine that works the obliques? That's not working? Yeah. Oh, come on. I know, you know, like I hate the haters, you know, I hate the the haters on everything. It's like you get really good at something and then you're like, yeah, everything you do sucks. Like, oh yeah, I I don't, I don't want to be that way. Yeah. I don't want to be that way. But yeah, I mean, generally speaking, you're just much better off training, you know, training in a way that looks like what you're going to do, you know? So for the most part, sitting down and training is not going to be your best bet, you know, unless, (laughs) unless you're like, you know, (laughs) exactly. I mean, all of that was just, I mean, amazing. That's a, a ton of information, you know, and that's the greatest thing about a podcast, which is what I do is I I think I listen to the same podcast probably 25 times, you know, because you can stop and be like, wait a minute, what did they say? And then I, you know, that's, you just poured out a lot of information, which was amazing. And I'm pretty sure a <laughs> lot of people are going to like that. No, it, it it was great. It was great. Um, basically move into this new venture, this, this new thing that you're doing with women's retreat, maybe talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely what I'm most fired up about right now. So, you know, I feel like, um, at the clinic at Winchester, we really do have the absolute gold standard for training, you know, understanding, uh, dynamic neuromuscular stabilization, like the, the, the ideas of DNS and how they fit into functional movement, it just can't get better than that. Or at least I don't know of anything that's better than that yet. So that's that's really like the gold standard for training. And I feel like, or a lot of us feel like paleo-authentic eating is like the gold standard for food, you know, for, for eating. So from a from a like how you move and a how you eat perspective, that's like the gold standard. And then so sharing our faith. So, you know, I feel that, you know, a lot of people are getting into like getting into the flow and mindful meditation. I think all that stuff is phenomenal. It's so amazing. I do definitely focus on mindful meditation with my groups, you know, in, in training. I think it's, I think it's so wonderful. Um, but also, you know, in mindfulness, um, the gold standard is, in, in my opinion, is faith, you know, it's faith in, faith in Christ. And so we wanted to bring those three things together, like how you think, you know, how, 
how your mind works and whether or not you know who you are, whether or not you realize that you're a child of God, that you're created a very important, precious, created thing, you know, that you're not, that you are not just the sum total of what you look like and how many people like you on Facebook, you know, it's such a sad, lonely world, I think, that we've worked ourselves into where we're so social and we have like zero deep connections, you know, we're, we're so we're so out there with our lives and no one really knows what our lives are about. So, so we started these, these weekend retreats for women to come together. They get to, they get to punch a really big guy <laughs> for an hour and a half on Friday night. It's a good time. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to box. Yeah. They get to work with a professional fighter, which is really cool, you know, to people who never get to work with, with anyone who really knows what they're doing and who really, you know, gives a crap that they're, they're getting some some anger out <laughs> oh yeah and i gotta say i mean these these women i've done two now with you and these women you know changed me you know i you know i, yeah. I went there to, to help them and they they helped me you know in return so I I, it, it's, it's just so amazing cool. to see yeah you guys are really doing some good stuff there it is it's really cool we, we do we spend time working on uh, talking about like the big rocks in our lives that are kind of holding us back from being all that god has meant for us to be and um so we spend Definitely what, which is what is in my opinion, one of the, one of the saddest things that we don't have in our culture anymore, which is an opportunity to beat on something, you know, like we used to beat rugs at least, or like, you know, have to beat clothes clean in the Creek. <laughs> we don't ever get to beat it. Like we never get to like hit anything as hard as we can. And, um, and that's, I feel like that's like incredibly healing, you know, and I don't really think it has a whole lot to do with anger necessarily, but anyway, that's just maybe another podcast, but so they get an opportunity to, to really like really get out a lot. So Friday night is like a ridiculous uh, hard workout that includes boxing. And then, um, and then we do a really cool, really challenging hike. We do a lot of different, we do like contemplative, meditative DNS exercise both days. And then we do functional strength training. And then we have all other facets of, you know, the human person. So we do like a creative project. We have like uh, outrageously awesome music ministry. So it's a really cool weekend. And so we've done a couple of them now and we're, we're really excited about, you know, women having the opportunity to stop for a minute and think about the, the lies that they tell themselves, like the miscommunications, the, the untruths that we're willing to kind of live our lives around. So, and hopefully it's something, you know, that sticks with us for a long time, you know, after just the weekend's over. Yeah. So I'm, I, I really, honestly, I told you this before you do the Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and I don't, I mean, I wish I could do it for guys, but uh, I'm not really that great at doing that. For, for some reason. There's one coming. We're definitely we're definitely doing one for men. Uh, we've it's awesome. already kind of in the works. Yeah. And then we're also definitely gonna do one for teens, which we're really excited about. So it would be more about sports performance, uh, the one that we would do for teens. So we would we would definitely be measuring, you know, broad jump, vertical jump, um, sprint speed and um, upper body pushing power and we would kind of that would be our goal throughout the weekend to change that, which it's cool. You know, when when you talk to a teenager in like in ways to speak to their heart, they're their vertical jump goes up. (laughs) Oh yeah. There are really things that are holding us down. (laughs) Right. Sure. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's those teens out there that, you know, that their parents aren't pushing them to do everything that deep down they want to do something. And I think those are probably the kids that, that you want to target the most. Wouldn't you think, you know, that don't really get the opportunities and, and don't get to experience any of the things that, you know, the, I guess the, what am I trying to say? Um, the, the privilege, the privileges <laughs> yeah. of the, you know, the cooler kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, there's, oh, there's yeah, younger yeah. kids out there that, that need that, you know, and I, yeah, I think definitely. that's, that's pretty awesome for sure. Well, the, uh, sorry. I was going to say, I, I think a lot of, 
like quote unquote privileged kids, like they're, they're the pressure to be successful at a really young age is so high on kids. Like they also got to know how great it feels to move, you know, and got to know who they are and who they are just like adults do. You know, I feel like we, we kind of pass our woundedness onto our kids. And um, when they experience like authentic, you know, authentic love and acceptance and compassion, you know, then it's not that we're saying like, Oh, you know, we're going to baby anyone or we're not going to be hard on them. That's not the point at all. In fact, their proficiency goes way up. All of our proficiency goes way up when we feel unconditional acceptance for who we are, you know, and for what we're meant to do. Cause none of us can do more than what we can do. We can certainly do less than what we can do. And I feel like that's the, that's the load of bullshit that most of us are settling for is doing mm-hmm. less than what we can do. Um, yeah. I feel like kids, teenagers, that's a group that's, that's really like struggling as far as knowing, knowing really who they are, you know, and what they're capable of. Oh, for sure. And you know, these yeah. days and age, it, it's a whole different, it's just a whole different lifestyle now, you know, yeah. I'm not going to get into all that. I do listen to um, a podcast. Uh, his name's Ben Greenfield. Uh, he's very, very popular and they do these, um, I believe it's five days and I want to say like they're, there's, they take their family out to this resort or wherever and it's in the mountains and basically they give you, you know, a blanket and a pillow and, you know, a couple other things and then they leave you and, and they have to figure it out and like all of these things coming back, you know, all of these results is like transforming, you know, people to experience what it's actually like in the world. So, you know, I I know you are not that intense, but I think what, you know, the path that you're on and what you all are doing is, is definitely going to be life-changing for a lot of people for sure. Yeah. It's a similar idea, you know, like leave all your crap at home that tells the world who you are, you know, don't bring your jewelry, don't bring all your stuff. Like, don't, we don't, we don't have a ton of mirrors or, you know, we tell everybody not to, not to bother with makeup and cell phones and all that. Just like, you know, <laughs> take some of the layers off for a minute for a week, yeah, you know, and just, yeah, yep, yeah. totally, totally. Well, yeah. Sheila, this is, this has been ridiculous amount of content. I really just wanted to get you on to, uh, just kind of briefly describe the DNS and, and everything that you got going on over at Brett's. And I wanted you to talk about the whole women's retreat. Maybe uh, in closing, words of advice to the ladies or the teens or the men for the retreats that you got coming up. I mean, I, I advice I would just say, you know, I mean, most of us really spend an enormous amount of time worrying about what other people think about how we look. And really, like, if we were all to be honest, we, we probably spend more time on that than, than many other things in our lives. And I would say, you know, take, take a second to think about how amazing you could be or how much you could contribute to the world if you spent half that time just on contemplating who you are, you know, who you are and what you were sent here to do, like who you are and who you are. It could really be such a cool um, opportunity um, to like, to think about like the untapped potential in you, you know, the untapped potential for what you could be doing to change the entire world, which I know sounds corny, but it's really true. I mean, you know, so many things are wrong in the world. We all see it. Everybody's hooked on drugs. Everybody's hooked on opiates. Everybody's uh, dissatisfied with their lives. You know, divorces are off the charts. Like, everyone knows that everyone's not content, <laughs> but we oh, still yeah. keep doing the same thing. <laughs> we yeah. still keep doing the same things and hope for different, you know, different circumstances. So definition say, of insanity. Know, yeah. 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 Like maybe take a minute, like take a weekend with us or, or, or somewhere else, take a weekend to like, just contemplate, you know, who you are, you know, one thing for, for the girls out there, 
you're queen, not a slave, you know, and I think most of us live most of our lives like we're enslaved to so many things. And it's like, gosh, you know, if you only knew what your heritage was, you would stop wasting time. Oh, that was just amazing. That's almost a mic drop. So uh, just amazing content. I'm absolutely stoked that we actually finally got to do this. And I, uh, I think a lot of people will be definitely happy to listen to your words of wisdom. How can people get a hold of you or how can they find out basically about the retreat and training and, and so on? For training, if you want to see what it looks like inside the clinic gym um, on Instagram, that's WSS Training Sheila Mahler. And um, that's on Instagram. I post videos every week, I think, pretty much of kids and adults, you know, just the, um, the workouts that we do. Yeah. And then Gestalt Education is another one that is coming out of the, coming out of the um, Winchester Spine and Sport Clinic. And that is uh, a little bit more performance-based. So I think the big one right now is Gestalt Baseball or Gestalt Throwing. And those are also, um, they've got some really cool videos on Instagram. The Winchester Spine and Sport uh, Facebook page, we do every once in a while have videos and, uh, and some different information from the gym on there. Yeah, that's, that's probably the best place. If you just want to reach out, it's a message on Instagram would be the best. Yeah, it seems like Instagram is definitely the best place. I mean, Twitter, you can kind of get lost and, and Facebook is uh, Facebook is changing in a massive way. Yeah. Um, you know, Insta- Instagram's the Instagram's the platform right now. I, you know, if anybody yeah. doesn't realize that, I mean, you're lost. That's about the best know, way my- you can connect with anybody in the world like instantly. I know. Yeah. My kids are all about Snapchat, like the high school kids that train with me. And right. I know we do have a Snapchat too. And I, I trust the high school kids to keep that all updated. I, I don't even know how to get on my Snapchat account, but yeah, I know. Um, we do like an athlete of the month and we do all that through Snapchat, but that's a little more oh, okay. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I actually like got the whole Snapchat app and I'm still trying to figure out Instagram and Twitter and I ain't been on Facebook yeah. for five years. And then you got yeah. Snap. I'm just like, ah. You know, but I the know. kids, the younger generation are the perfect people for that job. That's for sure. <laughs> that's so great, too, because they're so good at it, you know, and they love they love doing it. So it works out well for me. One oh, other yeah. thing, too, if you sure. if you're in Troy or you're close or anywhere near Troy, Missouri, um, we, I do a free DNS class on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1230. If you're ever in Troy at lunchtime, uh, 1230, which I know is kind of a rough time <laughs> to get well, in, but that's know. the time it worked out with the schedule. But yeah, we do have free DNS class at twelve thirty on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so that's another another option. Okay, well, Sheila, I absolutely am thankful for you and your time and all the content that you brought to the, the table here. Um, well, thanks for I, thinking of me. Yeah, this is fun. Ab- absolutely. So I will be having you on here shortly. That's for sure because we got a lot more to talk about. I know that. So I uh, just want to thank you for coming on, and we will talk to you next time. All right. Thanks, Doug. Okay. So there you have it, folks. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I do this podcast off of anchor.com and they've added a new feature, which I'm going to include in my show notes. All you got to do is click on the link and it gives you a better way to interact with your audience. So click on the link. It's going to take you straight to anchor. All you got to do is just sign up. It's 
there's no obligation or anything like that. Just send me an audio message for something that I can include on the show. So if you have any questions or comments or any information that you all are looking for that you'd like to hear on the show that I can bring to you, it's a really easy way for us to interact and get some more content on the show. So I would appreciate that. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend. Please subscribe to this podcast. And I look forward to hearing from you. So as always, we'll talk to you.